The NFM acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which this content was created, the Wamba Wamba Pedapa Pedapa people, and pay our respects to their elders past, present and future. Some of us go to heaven or hell. Some of us become ghosts. Some of us are reincarnated and some of us don't go anywhere at all. It really depends on what you believe happens after we experience the irreversible cessation of all functioning. Death. My name is Olivia, producer of Life After Death, a radio documentary exploring the confronting yet fascinating topic of the afterlife, specifically in my small hometown of Denolequin. Denny celebrates a wonderful and diverse population who, as we will learn based on their social, cultural and religious backgrounds, are headed to a number of different places when the dust settles and their soul leaves this place behind. In this doco, we hear not only from long-time locals and traditional custodians of this region, but people from all over the world who have brought their families to this regional town, and with them, their own unique beliefs, including one of the world's newest faiths. We all have a similar understanding of what happens when we die. We know that a person becomes a body when their life is gone, We know that those bodies start to decompose and we know what happens if that body is buried, cremated or even mummified as the ancient Egyptians did. But it's what happens after you die that people don't often agree on. With this in mind, I set out to explore the beliefs of different cultures and religions found in Deniloquin today with an aim to start an open conversation, be educated and to provide an opportunity for all to share their view. So with what seems like a million theories out there, I started in the main street of Deniloquin, asking locals one simple yet huge question. What do you think happens after we die? I do think that we're all energy, we're all vibrating matter, and energy doesn't disappear, it just changes its form. So the energy around us probably has some souls in there as well. Because I'm Aboriginal, I think we go to the dream time. That's our afterlife. Well, I would like to think that my soul would just float away like a bird. And I really don't care what I do with my body because it'll just be as free as a bird as well. So what do different religions and cultures believe? Next, we will hear three different perspectives from various members of the Denilkin community. My name is Saeb. I'm a Muslim what most people believe in Muslim culture or from where I am from South Asia. Well, it's pretty much similar to Christianity, which I think. And that is that you will be born again. There's an afterlife and there will be a day of judgment, which is uh, one of the fundamental beliefs in, uh, in Islam as well. You were created by God. There are souls which are created and then you were sent to the world. And that process has been described in our holy books, Quran, which is like every step of the way, how you're born. My personal interpretation could be slightly different as a student of science, either it was Adam or Atom. But all that process, the steps that how you were born in the belly of your mother, the, all, all the steps that 
created bonds and flesh like that's all explicitly explained in uh, in Quran like in 14th century uh, and then there was the soul which was given even to you by Allah and then the god puts you in this world because it's kind of a test it's not forever and obviously we live here 50 60 uh, 100 years uh, to the most or some around that so while this is temporary this cannot be the end of you your soul so what you do here is you are blessed with different situations there are circumstances you're given with certain things you're you're blessed with certain potentials you are, you lack certain things uh, or skills or abilities and you have to perform your best you have to do your best those books those messages those have certain guidelines for you that how you are supposed to live and what you want to do in life and according to that you will be judged what you did or the day of judgment basically and everybody every soul on the planet will be created again they will be given life again and roughly like everything which you have done you you'll be shown that and you'll confront or you'll face god himself how does that help a family process grief even at the time of death they are reminded of good things the person did and that they will be in a good place even better than this they're out of misery and stuff like that so all the good they've done they they will be like even if it is unnoticed even if they're small things they will be they're being rewarded and they're at a good in a good place now so that's kind of a relief finally are there any misconceptions that you'd like to educate people about if you're sent to hell that's not eternal that's only up to the limit of your bad deeds you have to have certain amount of time in there and then ultimately you'll be in heaven hi my name is florence hi my name is nin can you please tell me a little bit more about what the bahai faith actually is so the bahai faith is a global faith founded by the prophet bahaullah he was born in iran and he's brought with him this teaching that the bahai faith is the latest religion out of all the religions in the world and that all religions come from one god and that humanity is one as well to add to uh, florence just said is that um, some principles of the uh, bahai faith we want to educate uh, mankind the importance of equality between men and women and the uh, other principle i want to add as well is the complement between religion and uh, science what do you believe happens after we die uh, in our faith after we uh, pass away our souls continue on to the um, the past and that past will be bring us toward god after um, we pass away the uh, degree or uh, difficulty that we are traveling towards god is determined by how we we live how we conduct our life on, on on this earth you know and um so i just want to explain a bit how how can the souls travel to the next world and how the soul are uh, separate out from our body i use the analogy the bird broken from the cage so the cage is like our body and then this bird is like a soul that fly towards god everyone has a soul we have you know the physical self and our spiritual self and we believe that a spiritual self is everlasting so once we die like it continues on its journey towards god 
basically, you know, we, we were placed on this earth so that our soul can acquire the capacities and powers to continue our journey. However, you know, it requires education and the choices that we make in this world in order to have their powers realized. The body returns to, we say, the world of dust, and the soul moves on to spiritual world. What is something about the faith or the process of death that people perhaps don't understand or sometimes get wrong? We believe that death is actually a messenger of joy. Bahá'u'lláh says death is a messenger of joy. Also, another thing that we believe is that God is a source of all good. So on this journey towards God, we are leaving this world and moving on to worlds unimaginable where we can actually meet the souls of our loved ones and those that we've interacted with and have formed close bonds with. So it's really a, it's a messenger of joy. We still can say a prayer for them and any message that we want to praise them, they can still hear us. And we also can communicate to them through prayers as well. Of course, it is sad for those that we leave behind, but because we are journeying on to meet God, our Creator, our Maker, that is actually a happy occasion. My name is Chris Taylor and I'm the pastor at the Baptist Church here in Denny. What do you believe happens after we die? From a Christian perspective, the Bible teaches that uh, there are really only two options, uh, heaven or hell. In simple terms, heaven is a reward, if you like, for those who live according to God's way. And hell, on the other hand, is a punishment for not living God's way. If I can elaborate on that a little bit, the Bible teaches that everybody has sinned and really that's just another way of saying everybody has rejected God's way of living. That's really what sin means and sin is an offence to God and we're told that the payment of our sin is death and death in the Bible often refers to an eternal death which means hell itself. It's a harsh reality but it's the same as our country in Australia. If I break the law, I pay a penalty. But the good news is that God has provided a way for us to avoid the punishment of hell. And it is only really through faith in Jesus that we can actually go to heaven. So we do have a choice at the end of the day. And so what part of us actually goes to heaven or hell? I assume we don't take our bodies. Well, we we will have new bodies. The way we understand that when we're in heaven or hell, we'll be conscious, we'll understand, we will have... The Bible talks about us having bodies. But I don't think it's it's not going to be our literal human body, but it is bodies. And that's where the Bible doesn't say a lot. It doesn't describe the things that sometimes we want to know. But we will have bodies. Have you come across any misconception about the afterlife you'd like to educate us on? I think there are three basic ones. And I think the biggest one is that the afterlife doesn't exist. That when we die, that's it. It's oblivion. There's nothing beyond this life. So there is definitely an afterlife from a Christian perspective. There's a couple others too. And one of them is it's the reverse. So heaven is going to be a terrible place to be because it's all about obeying rules and God is just a cruel taskmaster that won't let us have any fun. And then hell, they think, is going to be one big party and we can do what we like. So I think that's a big misconception. But I think the third one is that heaven is for people who have done more good than bad. And I think this is a really important one. Most of us think we're good people. Most of us think we're going to go to heaven because we're generally good. And that hell is only for the really, really bad people, the the murderers, the rapists, the uh, child abusers and so on. 
the Bible actually teaches really it's not our good work to get into heaven, but it's actually the work of Jesus, the good work of Jesus. And if we put our trust in Jesus and what he's done for us, then we can go to heaven for eternity and be with God. That's bottom line. So what does Australia's oldest culture believe? My name is Karen Wilson and I'm a Wamba Wamba woman from the Janelequin area in the Riverina. What do you believe happens after we die? My personal belief is that our body has no life and our spirit then goes somewhere else. It could be that our spirit floats around for a while. It may be that our spirit becomes another living entity, another being, or it becomes part of country or an animal or a rock or something, but our spirit finds its resting place. What happens in the community once someone has died? So within Aboriginal communities, you may have heard the term sorry business. So sorry business is about when somebody passes away. It's a really important part of the grieving process for Aboriginal people to have an amount of time to be able to give their respects and their coming to terms with the passing of a a family member or a community member that they may have had a lot of dealings with. Most of our community members are family members. So it becomes a very important time to process what is the impact on the community of losing that person. What are some of the main traditions when it comes to sorry business in the local Indigenous community? Often businesses or organisations will close. People will have days off and it could be extended days off, not just the day of the, the funeral. There's um, a whole process around the grieving and the family that come to the home community. They may come from different parts of the country, different parts of the state, hosting family, the implications of that interrupting and disrupting schooling, work, roles within the family to take on different activities within Sorry Business, so providing food, providing a place for other people to stay, engaged in the actual, the ceremony of letting that person go, which is a funeral, but also family gatherings. There's a lot There is a lot that happens that people may not understand or be aware of. There's a lot of family obligation and responsibility. Obligation for Aboriginal people is about responsibility and respect, not something you have to do, something that you want to do and it's your role to do. And how can the general public better acknowledge and interact with the Indigenous community in relation to Sorry Business? I think it's a real personal thing around personal relationships as well. So acknowledging that the person that you have a friendship or a work relationship with may not be available or around for a longer amount of time that you may not be able to engage with them because of their family and community responsibilities. So they may be off work maybe a week or so. So the way I think is just to acknowledge that that does happen and that there's a lot of family and community stuff happening that has taken and should take the focus of that person. And on a personal level, I suppose just touching base with them to see if they're travelling okay because there's lots of layers of community and family responsibilities that is overwhelming. Going back to the topic of the afterlife, is there a connection between the living and the dead? 
I believe there is. I feel that there, and I feel like on a, a physical level, I smell by different senses that there are people around me that aren't living. People in my life who has passed leave me little tokens of recognition, things that I know keep that connection between us. So, yeah, there, I believe there is still connection between the spirits. Is there anything that you would like people to know about? I think the most important thing for all of us is to respect each other's beliefs and to actually open up our minds around just because I haven't experienced it doesn't mean that it potentially hasn't happened for somebody else. So I think that's a really key learning to take away from other people's spirituality, beliefs, um, system. None of us really know what's happened. We haven't experienced it in this form at this present time. And I do believe that there's channels or connections where people are sent messages or have insight into an afterlife or, or a parallel life. And I think we should be open to what messages we receive from there. explored some of the various ideas of what happens after we die and considering the existence of an afterlife or lack thereof, it is now up to us to decide what we believe for ourselves. And it's okay to change your views as you continue to learn, but it's important to accept they may not be shared with everyone you know or meet and to respect that choice. However, don't let this stop you from sharing your knowledge when others seek to be educated in a journey to discover their own beliefs and understand the different cultures and religions found all around us in everyday life. With that in mind, I leave you to ponder the same question. What do you believe happens after we die? Let us know what you think on our Facebook, TikTok or Instagram pages, which you can find by searching nfm.com.au.